This episode of EM Weekly has been archived. The ideas presented by the former host of EM Weekly may not reflect or represent the values of the Readiness Lab and the Doberman Emergency Management Group. Out of respect for the guests who contributed to this episode, it remains available online. EM Weekly starting right now, bringing emergency managers from around the world together to learn, share and collaborate. Seconds count during an emergency. That's why at Titan HST, we connect people with the latest technology possible, whether it's mesh networking, augmented reality, or real-time translation, allowing people who need help to find help immediately. Better matters because lives matter. Hi, welcome to Ian Weekly, and this is your host, Todd DeVoe speaking, and it's a special uh, episode here that we're doing. It's the 4th of July, so I want to say happy Independence Day to to all of my fellow Americans out there, and for those of you in Britain, well, you know, we won the war. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm sitting here in studio today, and I have Brian over there in the, at, the, at the keyboard there over there, and... <laughs> and uh, you know, he, he may or may not say anything, but we're going to be talking about a couple of things here that I think is interesting. So for those of you who don't know, um, I've been attending the Executive Academy over at FEMA's EMI. It's, a, it's been a great, <clears throat> it's been a great uh, couple of weeks. This is our, our second week through. I just got back. And some of the things I want to talk to you about are, are the differences between complicated and complex situation. It's interesting because, right, we always think about things being complicated and complex, but there's a, there's a, there is a difference in there. And, and, you know, if you've gone through any kind of master's program, management program, MBA type stuff, um, MPA, you got a little bit of this. And we got to able to delve a little bit deeper into it this, this last week. And realistically, uh, give some visuals. I wish I had, like, my clicker here so I can do a little PowerPoint presentation. But if you think of a complicated um, system as being a typical org chart. You got your leaders up top and underneath them who they're reporting to, the reporting structure, something like that. And, and that, that's realistically like what, say, like a complicated system looks like. When you get to a complex system, it's more of a relationship structure, right? So if you think of like a Boyd's OODA loop, right? And that was one of the things we really kind of delved into. Boyd's OODA loop is, is really a good visual example of what a complex system is. So basically, you're taking a look at what's going on, adjusting to that, and then moving uh, down, the, down the road this way. So for those of you that don't know the OODA loop, it's you're going to observe, orientate, decide, and act. And, and so, so you, you keep going through that. And when you act, then you have to go back to the beginning of, of the loop, right? So that's why it's a loop. And you go into, you know, figure out what's going on. And Brian's over there cracking up right now. He's, he's losing his mind, but, you know, because we loop the loop, right? So you, you get into this. And, and so in emergency management in general, I think everything that we get involved with is really is a complex system. There's so many moving parts that are going on. And to be able to recognize where you are and what and where you need to get to. Now, I'm going to throw a little a little twist into this. 
we didn't get into this this week um, up at EMI, but think about um, inverse thinking. Brian, you know what inverse thinking is? Brian, Brian says no. He doesn't know what it is. It's, it's, it's what it is. Turn it around. Go upside down. Uh, you know, one of the things that we learned when <laughs> Brian's going upside down, one of the things I learned when, uh, and Brian's going to, Brian hopefully chimes in this because he, he gives me a hard time about this, uh, that I learned when we're doing uh, land navigation when I was in the service was where you are, turn your map upside down, and you can kind of see it from a different, uh, uh, different vantage point, right? Is that correct, Brian? I've tried to tell you over and over, Todd, you cannot do that with navigation in your car. <laughs> this, is, this is a true statement. Don't turn your GPS upside down because it just keeps flipping around and you can't see from the inverse. But the idea here is, is take a look at it from a different angle. And, and sometimes you, know, you do this and, and you can see things in a different light and where the end is, right? Um, you, know, you do this if you've ever had kids and you're at the... Uh, uh, you're, you're watching them do the the uh, word search. Sometimes, if you look at those things upside down, you can kind of see the words in a different view and, and and find them. So that being said, doing the inverse is the same thing. You're taking a look at what the end product should be, and you see a lot of people doing this um, in high risk jobs. And what I mean by high risk jobs, not necessarily like firefighter or police officer type stuff, although they should be doing that as well, but more along the lines of uh, financial institutions that are taking a look at what that end goal is and what can go wrong. Right, so instead of going, oh, you know, this, look at the P and L and whatnot, and saying, okay, this is the projection of where they're going to be here in a year or two, it, it's looking at going, what happens when the economy crashes, right? Where will they be? What happens if, for whatever reason, supply chain goes away? Where can we be? And so you're looking at this thing from the negative necessarily. And so, and again, back in the military and some of the stuff that we've done with the terrorism. <clears throat> terrorism liaison officer training is we're taking a look at from the bad guys point of view as well right and what do they want to do so we red sell that uh todd manns he has an organization called blue cell right and if you've heard him on the show before blue cell specifically is the good guys right red cell is the bad guys and if you take a look at it from from the red cell point of view you're looking at all the negatives what can we do to disrupt right look at the disruptors and so if you're taking a look at inverse thinking that way, you're looking at the disruptors and how can that be? So when you're planning for those large-scale emergencies, whether it be earthquake, fire, tsunami, tornado, hurricane, what are those disruptors? What are the areas that are going to be the, the not necessarily, well, like the worst hit, right? So we're going to know those. But what happens if those good areas get hit too, right? So if we're expecting, you know, floods in some areas, right? We go, okay, we're going to plan for flooding here. Well, what happens if something happens in the high ground, right? Where, where we wouldn't think of, of a disaster happening and you have to plan for that as well. Does that make sense? Brian, does that make sense to you? Brian put his thumbs up. That's good. So Brian's big thumbs up from Brian. So it's really important. So that's kind of some of the thing, the, the concept of thinking here. So, I, and I think, I think, therefore I am, says Descartes. I think that we should really, as emergency managers, start looking at some of the theoretical processes that are out there um, and, and really delve deeper into uh, those processes. Because at the end of the day, that is how we're going to be able to serve our communities much better. Not more better, right? It's not, it's not more better. Much more better. <laughs> so that's kind of where we're at with this. I, this is going to be a super short show. Like I said, this is the 4th of July weekend. 
I want you guys to go out there and enjoy today, uh, the Independence Day. Uh, I The cool thing about being back in Emmitsburg is we were able to stop over at Gettysburg. And as you know, if you don't know, uh, the, our American history, Gettysburg kicked off on July 1st and July 3rd. And it was the bloodiest battle, or, or the bloodiest battle, I guess, in uh, in the Civil War. Um, you know, some along 58,000 men and women uh, died uh, that day. Uh, you know, and so our ancestors are out there fighting for what we are today, the United States of America. And I just want to say to all the veterans out there, thank you. To everybody else who is an American citizen, thank you. For those of you that reside here in the United States, thank you. And have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful 4th of July. And uh, stay safe.